There's nothing like starting off your day watching Luke Cage play a depressed alcoholic for 20 minutes, and that's what we get with Social Distance, the new Netflix show that kind of felt a lot like the, what was the show that we reviewed? Connecting. Connecting, that's right. When we were doing Connecting, I even mentioned this show. You Um, did. I didn't know it was coming out, like, right afterwards, though. Mm Mm-hmm. And there were several notable differences. This one was not straight up a comedy. In fact, it was more drama. And by the end of the episode, you see something really sad happen. Uh, There's a little bit of optimism because it's about an alcoholic really kind of spiraling during this COVID thing, which I'm sure that actually happens to a lot of people. Right. Um, There was also a lot more production quality, I thought. It wasn't just a Zoom call where we saw different friends coming in and out the whole time. Like, you got a lot of screen monitoring where you saw him stalking Instagram and checking out his ex and posting stuff. And so you got a better sense of who he was as a character because you were basically following him throughout you know what it reminded me of netflix's easy show because i know that this was like a one-off yeah the next an, episode it's yeah. an anthology series mm-hmm. so, so that means that next episode we're probably gonna be there, there might even be like a comedy episode. someone yeah d- completely different um Tone and I, I just want to say really fast what i have here for the first episode was um while striving to stay connected to his online support system a new single man seeks creative ways to keep himself both entertained and uh sober yeah so um, this is rated ma which is also different than the, what was it, ABC or NBC show that we Yeah, had? NBC. Okay, yeah, so, like, with them, you could tell that they had to be Tone kid- it down. Yeah, they had to play kid-friendly. Right. With this, it was like, well, we can show someone going through some, like, tough stuff. And the obvious reason for that is because this is on Netflix. Um, and it even has somewhat of a sad title, Delete All Future Events, which I'm sure is trying to basically uh, draw a parallel with today, obviously. Well, the actual version of what happened there was when you delete something on your calendar, app on i think apple computers it asks you if you want to delete just that single event or if you want to delete the repeating one and this was his ex-girlfriend's birthday mm-hmm. and he was deciding whether or not to delete that one because we were getting the sense that they had broken up or to delete all future ones and he deleted all future ones but then later on you saw him going and getting more i guess clingy and wanting to talk to her the more he found out that she was actually seeing someone else did you see him like go on to facebook and see that she was like with someone else or was it just like yes he well it wasn't on facebook it was on instagram everything was instagram (laughs) um he he has this fern uh plant for his house (laughs) and it just kind of looks like someone's head a little bit because it's the size i guess of that and yeah. so he put a pair of sunglasses on it and he started posting these like cute instagram things where he was getting a few likes from people being like because he was like me and my bae uh <laughs> and he'd be doing things like cooking and stuff like that and just have it in the background with him or or doing selfies with it but then it got more and more sad and the comments became more negative mm. and kind of just making fun of him and his relationships oh. And so then you saw him spiral down into this depressive mode until he finally breaks and and has like a drunken rant that he posts. And he, in the drunken rant, he's talking to the fern as if it's his ex-girlfriend and he's yelling at it. And the next morning is where we sort of get the last scene of the episode where you see a ton of people, including his sponsor and his mom and his friends, all reaching out to him being like, we saw the video and uh is everything okay like oh my god it looks like something that you're having a break yeah. and so at the very end you see it kind of starts the way it, it ends he's introducing himself in an aa meeting but it's all on zoom and there's like 30 people and you can see that they're very open to hearing him out so it's 
there's there's no real big story here. It's kind of a tell-all in 30 minutes, right. and you get the full sense of it. But at the same time, it does relate a lot of pain that a lot of people might be going for. So in that way, it's a lot more true drama than what we saw in the other in show. Connecting where they kind of get through the doctor, and you said... Yeah, where I didn't like the doctor's drama because it felt too fake. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I was just going to say that... Um, I was going to ask first if it took place in real time, but it, you said basically it, it doesn't. Um, yeah, but, it goes through, I think, a couple days. Yeah. And uh, I actually, when I was doing research, I did see a couple of the photos of uh, Luke Cage kind of like snuggling with a plant, but I was like, oh, this might just be um, promotion for the show. IMDb did list it as a tragic comic series. That's what they said. There were certain moments of comedy. Like, there, it was funny to see him having these dumb selfies with this Instagram plant. Um, and they did do a few other jokes, like his sponsor is kind of funny. It's played by Steven Weber. Uh, he's sort of famous. Um, he reminds me a lot of uh, someone else's character, the guy who played the uh, person in Veep, but he's not that person. Right, yeah. So when I saw him, I was like, oh, wait. And, and speaking of people that are famous, this show has, like, I mean, a, pre- a pretty good cast for its eight episodes. Um, first off, it's, a, like we said, an anthology series from Orange is the New Black creator Genji Cohen, also the creator of Weeds, an executive producer for Glow and American Princess. But the cast includes, just to name a couple, Danielle Brooks. She was the one who played Tasha Tasty Jefferson in Orange is the New Black. Like you mentioned, Luke Cage. Oscar Nunez from The Office. Well, Luke um, Cage, we keep on calling him. It's Mike Coulter. Is Mike Coulter, thing, yeah, life, yeah. And then Asante Black from When They See Us. Peter Skin of Vino, who I think plays a main character in Law and Order SVU. So this show definitely does have a lot more famous people than connecting. Yeah, um, well, with like list. something like Easy, which I brought up earlier, also an anthology series, but went through several seasons and actually brought back characters in a couple episodes. Like they would do one episode with them per season. Mm-hmm. So you'd have people like Aubrey Plaza or Dave Franco show up and they would uh, be semi-famous people and they would they would play this only for like one-offs. Right. And so this felt very similar to that type of vibe. I know that sometimes when I see people on screen that I know from a different series pretty well, it's hard for me to actually like see them as the character that they're playing. Was it kind of like that with this episode or was it like could you see him as the character that he was representing? No, I think it's like fair enough as an actor and I haven't seen him too much besides Luke Cage to really uh, just like hard imprint him as that. Right. Um, and and so it wasn't that difficult to see him struggling with this. It was more funny to see when he was like going through YouTube tutorials on how to play the harmonica or trying to roll his tongue. And it was like definitely desperateness mm-hmm. of COVID that was shown for the first time in like TV episodes. We've always had those cliche jokes of, oh man, our kids, or like, this is really, or this is the best time of my life. I'm hanging out (laughs) with my wife the entire time. Our relationship couldn't be better. But this is just a solo person hanging out in his apartment and it's really just a sign of depression. And so hopefully it ends up better for him. Yeah, it's it kind of tries to go with an optimistic view. The EPs for the show even said the point of the show is trying to be uplifting a positive outlook on the human spirit. It's subtle in that regard because, of course, you have something. That video would be super embarrassing to post. Like he did it while he was drunk. He didn't even know about it when he woke up. He replayed it for himself and was like, oh, God, (laughs) because like not only are you admitting to the relationship having like uh, this plant being kind of like a uh, lifeboat for yourself, like it wasn't just for fun. It was actually there to keep him happy. Right. But you're also admitting that it's just a substitute for your ex-girlfriend who is going to see this and now know that you've been like crazy over her still while she's seeing someone else. That's just so cringing awkward that actually reminds me of a youtube video i saw once Um, well it reminds me of orange is the new black because the 
the histories that they would try to give each one of their characters, the backgrounds, you would see them almost every episode, is that they would make these very awkward situations in the, these people's past, and that was how you're supposed to humanize with them. You're right. like, oh my god, like can't believe that happened and how they reacted to that. Um, so this felt very similar in that regard to, to the, what he was going through. Were there any laugh-out-loud moments in the episode? Yeah, there were a good couple. Again, that harmonica one was pretty funny to see him try. Uh, d- d- tell me about the later episodes, because like, this one felt complete in its storyline, but you were saying other actors who were in them. What are some of the other storylines you can expect? Well, like much like actually with connecting, uh, later on in the show, it starts to deal with like kind of darker themes, such as the George Floyd protests. I know that they do that both in connecting and in here. Yeah, they brought that up a little bit. Like he couldn't even go outside now if he wanted to because he would still have to like... they. Someone made a joke about how they thought that the cops would lessen up with the whole COVID thing, but it's only made it worse, Mm -hmm. uh, racism in our country, so... Yeah. yeah, some of the guests are real-life family members. Uh, Wait, so, sorry, but they lean into that plot, you're saying? Yeah, well, in more... later episodes, they kind of more lean into the darker subplot. So. Okay. Um, but I, like, I wonder how they do that, because if you're stuck with sticking with the camera and people's searches online, um, I guess you can see the news articles, but if you're trying to show some sort of injustice that happens, maybe you can show one of the videos, but I hope they don't try to, like, Yeah, I hope, anything. yeah, that would be kind of... Yeah, th- th- I feel like that's speculation. They're probably not going to do that. But um, it kind of, that actually leads me to my next point. Some of the guests are real-life family members because, obviously, during this COVID time, it's kind of hard to get actors. So, Danielle Brooks worked with her mother, Loretta Brooks, and brother, DJ Brooks, in her episode. Uh, Marsha Stephanie Blake, again, from when they see us, worked with... Uh, so they didn't daughter. cast anybody, they just used their real family. Kind of like when Pete Davidson did, uh, or used to do his uh, sketches inside his house right. during COVID. But there were some times where like, one of the family members wouldn't play their actual family members. Like, for example, Asante Black's episode... Uh, his father plays, I believe, his boss. Mm-hmm. Are these acting families, or are they just like... Yeah, like, for example, the father I was just talking about played in Lo- Lovey, Simeone, and In the Craft. Okay, so the families already have credits for other things. Uh, yeah, and the show was conceived, cast, and executed entirely remotely during quarantine. Mm-hmm. But um, the production, as I said, was on cue. Like, I don't know, they must have uh, filmed the stuff, and then the editors must have added the them, like, clicking on stuff, because you saw their mouth work oh yeah and i don't know why but that always seems cooler to me is when, when I, I get to see what the person who is the character is seeing and it like puts me into their point of view right yeah it's especially kinda, when you see them like what they're searching exactly yeah it's kind of like um like i mentioned uh, unfriended um but Dio you mentioned unfriended in, 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 in the other one but right. not in this one because right. in connecting it was literally just a very long zoom call so yeah. they could learn a two oh, a thing or two <laughs> if they want to do something different so, so would you say that this show is then better than connecting yeah, because I feel like there was more put into it. Again, connecting was the most basic drivel plot-wise yeah. that you could really just spew out there. While this show, it's trying to tell different stories. Whether or not it's successful, I didn't necessarily think that Easy was the best show, but it did get two seasons, and uh, it's brought back the original actors for the next season. So it would be cool if in like the next season you got another Luke Cage episode, um, or Mike Coulter, yeah. and he came in and you saw that he was doing better, or that something else was going on in his life. But that's why I was more curious as to what they showed for future episodes, because the plot lines in those, besides just being social issues, could be anything. Yeah, some of the episodes include things such as, like, um, a funeral that's being held. 
uh, a dad is trying to keep his son safe. Um, like a Zoom funeral? Like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, another one deals with uh, his dad trying to keep his son safe when his wife has been infected with uh, COVID. Um, another one is uh, a couples like Baker, and it's basically just 20 minutes and them fighting in hopes that they uh, like him reassess. and her, like that t- the yeah. British TV show with Russell Tovey and whatever. Right, yeah, in, in hopes that they like reconnect and their relationship See, that is I, saved. I would that be interesting if they had spent it the entire time on just a couple and them trying to survive COVID together. Um, not that this doesn't work, but uh, it, it just you would see that relationship kind of grow as time went on. It would be impossible not to, and right, that would yeah. be straight up a him and her type. Thing. And I'm sure it's like probably goes through like months, but maybe mm-hmm. like if they do that right, they could definitely work. But and my my one thing is, I would think it'd be cool if like in season two you even got some crossover episodes or something like. How that. How many episodes are it this season? Uh, eight. Okay, so, so yeah, and I, that could stand for that. I know it's an anthology series, but I just think it'd be cool to like have little Easter eggs here and there. Uh, Diego Velasco directed an episode of Orange Is the New Black and Teenage Bounty Hunters, um, and he directed all the episodes from home. So much like connecting, he was actually like directing it while they were shooting it. Um, okay. What cameras. do the reviews say about this show? Are they like, favorable? Surprisingly, yeah, no. Like, in fact, I think that, that these are not that great about it. Yeah, the, okay. in fact, I think these are kind of worse a little bit than um, connecting. Uh, first off, I think that's probably less reviews yeah i was just i was out. gonna say yeah. yeah like for on tomatoes they don't even have a tomato meter for it yet at least last time i checked but when i checked it at a one tomato and two rottens um basically the two rons were like this is just kind of like dep- depressing stuff and it doesn't really like work at all um imdb mm-hmm. last time i checked had a 5.0 however the episode that you watched and it, o- it was only based off of five reviews but the episode you watched had an 8.8 and that was the only one that was uh reviewed by that point hey an 8.8 is pretty good um <laughs> but i mean as far as the whole show as a whole i can't judge uh based on the tone that it was giving i can totally understand people being too like we're in a covid environment to then try to watch someone depressed and working through it but at the same time i thought it reflected truisms i guess about what people are going through in a better light than uh connecting or any other show that's tried to kind of prop itself up there like those shows that come back out with like okay we're gonna do a special with a read through of a previous episode stuff like that it's like yeah well that content doesn't really translate as well if you're not actually doing it even an article i read kind of was agreeing with you however um it's also gotten some okay reviews liz snyder of kenosha news said it's a good contrast to connecting i'm sure that's probably because you have a little bit more of emotional appeal to it um time mentioned that with exception is again for like 10 year olds while this is for like a a mature audience yeah time mentioned that with the exception of shows like connecting every other quarantine like show finds space for a brooding teenager or boomer (laughs) i found that a funny thing to say oh i'm sure there'll be a boomer episode Uh, probably yeah uh so i'm wondering though like with the amount of shows that are sorry one thing about the uh the what's his face the sponsor so because he's in recovery um he calls his sponsor he calls a lot of people because he's basically just reaching out hoping to get some sort of connection he calls an ex-friend but when he calls his sponsor i don't know it just reminds you know how jack black has been putting out videos on youtube yeah Jablinski games and he likes to show his family life Mm -hmm. and then he asks his kid to come in well that's what this felt like because he was making dinner at first and he's like oh yeah this is my recipe blah 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 and then he's like oh no we should go and talk about this separately and he calls his kid in and then he starts arguing with his kid in the background (laughs) and it was just reminded me of one of the Jablinski games videos that I saw where he was like playing Red Dead or something but yeah go ahead one question I just have is that so many shows now, it seems like, are kind of doing this Zoom format. I'm wondering if this is a new form of entertainment that's, like, kind of coming about. And, like, if more, like, TV shows are going to kind of go this way. 
Um, I mean, uh, they've already sort of hinted that that's the case, at least for the immediate future. Mm-hmm. Long term, I don't think it is. I think oh, this well, is yeah, going to go you... out of fashion pretty quickly. But yeah. if you're looking at the next year or so, you'll probably see a bunch of pop-ups shows like this. Yeah, and like Netflix... It's not the first... Sorry, but it's not the first show. The Guild, which came out on YouTube in like 2006, was like the first show to have everybody's character represented through a webcam right like that is the type of show that i and that was before clearly they had to be but they were just internet nerds so that's why they were doing it that way yeah yeah and that had the guy from big bang theory in it i think which one and uh howard and Uh it also launched the career of the main lady who i'm not sure but she's gone on to be in things like supernatural and stuff she's pretty famous go ahead so i was just going to say that netflix back in april um said that they weren't in any danger of running out of content at least not for a while but i do wonder how long that's going to last for if it's netflix i think they probably have like eh, 20 years worth of death <laughs> like i think they probably have a lot yeah, yeah and I'm yeah not, i'm not too super worried about netflix especially with the bank of movies they've got like, we're not gonna be starved of content and we haven't found any sort of like lacking of show material to look at right like i remember saying to you like earlier today that the eric andre show is like coming out in mountain you were serious months. about that i yeah. wasn't sure if you were kidding no but... they're actually coming out with the season five is it going to be through zoom because it's going to be a lot harder no, to make it very they, awkward they shot it right before wow okay so, yeah right. um one thing also interesting about the show the writers did not meet during the writing process so really just done all remotely i think even more remotely than connecting was um the writers also mentioned on twitter post the experience of social distancing is currently universal but no individual story is the same through a broad spectrum of tales and moments some seismic and some mundane we hope to capture a moment in light and time and we hope that social distance will help people feel closer to one another so it is definitely trying to kind of be on that optimistic note had you not told me that orange is the new black was the creators i would never have known that but thinking about it and thinking about the tone of the show i think that if you're a fan of orange is the new black you probably will like this one because the way that they identify characters and give you information about the characters, it tries to almost hyper... You get a hypersensitive look on their faults. Yeah. Like, this was a good episode showing uh, Mike Coulter trying to keep it together, but you would watch him stalk his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend repeatedly, and you were like, this is such a bad idea. I know what you're thinking, but you shouldn't do that. And that's the same exact thinking that got these women in prison to begin with. And so the translation between the two of the shows are, I, I can totally see how they're connected. Right. Um, and, and maybe even in the same universe. I don't know, Orange <laughs> is the New Black knocked out its finale, so maybe the 12th episode of this thing is really good. Eighth, Eighth episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were saying. NY Daily News uh, actually called this like a time capsule, which I think was a good way of going about it, but they were also like saying that it gave a lot of like Zoom fatigue. Like you kind of already get yes. this sense just normally, so they were kind of like, why is this show, you know, but it also went it faster to me than connecting did. Connecting felt like it dragged on because you were watching the same jokes and you were only seeing people's faces for that amount of time. But this, at least, you got some breaks when you saw him doing other things or attempting to post different videos about himself and, and it's or, or making phone calls with people who, like, it, it did the thing that, like, um, when people are in, like, their 30s and they try reaching out to their old friends, but all their old friends are now married and settled down and trying yeah. to, like... And so he reached out to one of his old buddies 
and looking for some sort of comfort and immediately it was apparent that the guy was held down because he was living with his son and his girlfriend and he wasn't like going anywhere or doing anything crazy he was isolated he he was just like drinking and stuff and he can't and and my coltish character couldn't drink so it was just another factor that kind of layers in the point of that depressing narrative so i yeah if you're in a depressing mood and you watch this show it's probably gonna suck (laughs) so just don't do that i'm you know i'm sure that like with it just kind of focusing on one main character you also get a pretty good sense of that character and you get like good background on it as well and i assume it's that way uh with the rest of the episodes was there anything crazy about this show that you want to talk about or should we just end our review no i want to say one more thing though is that um animated shows uh haven't suffered so like and i'm sure they're not going to be suffering for the time being well i know the simpsons family guy all those came back pretty recently right and so did archer you said that they filmed inside their house so yeah yeah but they did say some of the voices sounded off because of the recording equipment or something right but aisha taylor's voice sounded weird yeah why are we talking about this i I was just i I was just saying because we brought up earlier about the shows and how they're probably not gonna run out of content i was just saying that no matter what like anime shows are gonna stay on but yeah no that's about all i got i also wonder why they labeled this social distance and not social distancing Maybe they're kind of trying to make it different so it's six more people. Well, it's almost the opposite because, like, connecting, it's not just called connect. Right, yeah. It's, you're yeah. not doing the verb. So distancing seems like the thing that would make it more of an active tense. Yeah, but I think that's this more... Is, this is really arguing down to the yeah. nuts and bolts of the, <laughs> the creative version of the show. All right, uh, that's where we'll leave it for this episode. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.